Welcome to another edition of Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek, Dave, and Imani. Wow, awesome stuff. Yo, special guest tonight. What's going on? We had a special guest last week, led to a Birds victory, which we'll get to later. Well, probably in two seconds, but <laughs> Toafman predicted the Eagles win. You guys both predicted the Eagles loss. Yes, hey, I did. I predicted the Eagles crying loss in my the last hat. four weeks. But it's okay, but it's okay. And Danny Boy is here to offset your both negative vibe. I'm the positive vibe, and you're the negative vibe. Did you pick a winner last From week? Le- Hell yeah, I did. Go back to the audio tape, Dave. I'll go back two weeks before that when you picked them to win, too. Right, exactly. That's Lost to Washington, all right? But it doesn't matter. It's, let's not look in the past. Let's look in the future. Gentlemen, we're setting the slate for tonight's podcast, and that is this. Nothing but positive Eagles vibes. No Sixers, no Flyers. We want to talk Eagles, and we want to make it known that this team is on its way to... Playoffs. The playoffs. Because that's all the Philadelphia fans have. That's all we have. But Jeff I'm gonna, Garcia. We have to ride it like the wave. I'm going to ask you guys a serious question. When Jeff Garcia looked in that television and said, Merry Christmas, Philadelphia. Did I he think just I make, my pants. Did he make himself... <laughs> Did he make himself a perennial, like, all-star? Like, we love this guy forever? One of those guys? I'm going to Disney World. Next year when McNabb comes back, you'll be like, Garcia who? That's fine, but you know what? He may be starting next year. I agree with... Just because he won't be ready. Yes, I agree with what Dave says. We're not comparing cookies and cream. (laughs) Exactly. I'm so sick. I'm so sick of people saying, "Get rid of McNabb. Get rid of McNabb." Who's McNabb? saying that? Who's saying that? Have you listened to WIP lately? I don't listen to that radio station. Yeah, except Why, you just, you just you, except you suck. Uh, you know, unless Eskin's finger every week. I listen to Eskin. That's all. And Eskin would poo-poo anybody that says anything like that. Well, he does, but they all call in. Talking about call-ins. Call-ins are the people. The, the people. The guys, people want him guys, to go away. I'm again, like, why would they? Again, you're bringing a negative vibe to my positive basement party. Oh, I thought we were talking about something. I thought this was a podcast. That no, we that is about positive. Stuff. Donovan McNabb will be back. We'll be back. Hey, he'll be healthy. Who says he's going to be healthy? Usually that's what happens after an injury. You get healthy again. Yeah, but he will be healthy when, though? Not until, I don't know. Okay, maybe week four, week five. Danny, will you have something week to say? Week one. Danny's sidling pre-season? up to the microphone. You got something to say? You want to say it? If he's, if he's ready at the beginning of the season, even at training camp, does he get his job back? Or Absolutely. Or does he have to fight for it? Well, well why, why, oh, why, why would he even get a... his job back? He already has the job. He already has the job. But Garcia took him straight into the playoffs, and let's say they win a playoff game, and he takes him to the second round of the playoffs. Doesn't matter. You're still going to give it right back to McNabb. Absolutely. Of course. If you turn around and just all of a sudden say, look, McNabb, he's our starter, what did Garcia do for the last six weeks? Nothing? He did his job. No credit? He's a backup quarterback who's doing his job. And he took him into the playoffs. Fine, he's doing a job. Won a game in the playoffs. Right. Let's say, let's just say hypothetically he wins the Super Bowl. Do you give McNabb the job as soon as training camp comes back? Absolutely. You can't lose a job because of an injury. Because of injury. That's what Andy Reid says. Say you broke your ankle, right? Did not go back to your job for six months. And somebody did a better job than you. Should you be fired or be sent to the bench? I'm not saying fire McNabb. I'm just saying give Garcia a chance. A chance. We are giving him a chance to take it to the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Not if you're telling me that... McNabb gets a starting QB job as soon as he comes back. You're not giving Garcia that chance. A chance to do what? You're giving a 38-year-old man to what? Next year he's going to lead this Philadelphia team in, well, in the next three years? No, I'm saying give him the chance to fight for that position. Don't come out and say right off the bat, our starting QB is McNabb. Oh, I, That's like a slap in the face if you ask me. Why? But he's the number two Jeff starter. Garcia, he, he's Jeff a backup Garcia, quarterback. And I hypothetically take you to the Super Bowl. Even if I lose and I come back the, three months later and you tell me, all right, guess what? You're, you're back up again. Well, what was all that work I just did? That was working as a backup quarterback. That was your job. Now, do you, now what do you guys think the record would be if McNabb was still our quarterback? 
Five and ten? That's a hypothetical that, that can't is, be yeah. answered. Uh, it's a hypothetical that cannot be answered. I'll tell you one thing, though. It's very important to understand this. The Eagles were first in the league in drop passes when Donovan McNabb was their quarterback. Since he w- dropped out, no pun intended, He, the Eagles are last in the league in drop passes. Think about that, boys. Think Yo, about that. How many 80-yard bombs have you seen? That's a great point, Evan. You haven't seen many 80-yard bombs. However, you haven't seen any drops. But see, that's what it is, is when he calls a play... And it's a three-step drop. Let me throw quick slant right to Reggie Brown. Reggie Brown goes there. Ball's not there. McNabb has to run out. Now he's just going to try to throw the ball. Stallworth run. Reggie Brown run. LJ okay, run. this is great because this just proves Danny's point. Obviously, he's not the best quarterback. You guys are shitting on him now. I, no, we're not. We're I'm, not. No, we're not. What, you, what was the stat you just gave? Was that a negative stat or a positive stat? Wait a second. Time out. It's, I'm just saying. Fact. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just saying. You no. just, you just Stop. said something Stop. negative. Stop mumbling, Evan. Facts are facts. Donovan McNabb is is the starting quarterback for this Eagles team, and I'm glad to have him. If he was any other team, I'd want him on our team. But let me ask you this: Why did you bring that stat up? Why did you bring that stat up? It only the only why only reason why I brought that up is because you said what would the record be? All I'm saying is that it would be totally different, and that's one of the reasons why. No, Jeff Garcia, open up your ears. Do you think that? So do you think McNabb could take us to the playoffs? Like, because how bad of the NFC? Of course I do. He took you to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, and four playoff spots. That's fine with me. I'm just making sure that people remember that. Because oh, now I- they're all on Jeff Garcia's tail, boy. This boy has taken us places that we've no. never been. And Danny Boy will be first one to say, and and if he says wrong, then he has to leave the basement right away. <laughs> He'll be the first one to say that if the Eagles had get Jeff Garcia as their starting quarterback next year and they cut McNabb, he was on any other team, would you want that to happen? No, I'm, I would never say cut McNabb. If you had to start the season with Jeff Garcia or Donovan McNabb, you had your choice, who would it be? Oh, obviously, you'd have to go with McNabb. Okay, obviously. that's that I'm just saying. Then, then, no, there you go. I'm just saying you have to give Garcia some sort of respect and, and give him a chance to stay with the team and possibly take that job. Dude, listen, here's his, here's his chance. He was he was crap in um, Cleveland. Cleveland, crap in Detroit. He had nothing else going for him. This is his chance to potentially go to the Super Bowl, right? There it is, man. This is a crowning achievement. Put the little flower bed of roses yes, on his and, head, and, and his, then history wide off into the sunset. History does say that you're only a good second string quarterback until you're. Name the first string quarterback, and then it just all goes downhill. Good, and that's remember, like what I was going to say about Garcia, he can run the West Coast offense better than McNabb. Right? Doesn't mean I want him in here. Steve Young can run the West Coast offense. He's older. I don't right. want him in here. That's, no. I, I don't want Garcia. This is going to make Garcia look better in eyes of other teams. Yeah, and he's trying to boost himself right. up for next year. Let's or, remember yeah. how good Donovan McNabb is, just because you haven't exactly. seen him on the field. Let's and, remember. I want to give a quick shout out to Donovan McNabb. Thanks for everything, man. We, hope, we I can't wait till you're back next year. Now, a lot of people bring up his attitude. How do you people think of his attitude towards Philadelphia fans and the organization? Do you feel his attitude is not sincere? I don't. Who's who are these people? No, I have talked to people who do feel that Donovan isn't quite as ambitious and enthusiastic as a quarterback should be. But that's no. it. Garcia is freaking out. He's loving it. He's enjoying he it. He just loved being where he is because he just came from Cleveland and Detroit, and they did horrible. He's having a great time. He's on a playoff run right now. He's right. enjoying life, and no. he's getting pumped up. And you know why he's enjoying it? Because he is a second string quarterback, and that is. It's his role but right you know now. That will always be his role. You know why else is enjoying West Coast it? offense as well. He's got Brian Westbrook. He's got Sean Andrews. He's got John Runyon. He's got people around him that are going to catch the ball. I mean, it, that's why. He's got great talent on this team, especially offensively. 
And then, literally, the defense has just stepped it up a little bit. This defense isn't that much better, but they've decided not to be the worst. And that's why they're winning games. Well, I can't agree with you on the defense. They're not that, they are that much better. If you look at their running yards against them for the first, I don't know, say 10 games, as opposed to their last five games, it's way different. It's way different. They have definitely stepped it up in the last four. But the defense isn't carrying the team. But it's not the last five games. It's only the last two games. The last two games. Because the three games ago, they played Washington. Liddell Betts had 171 yards. Exactly. Game before that was Carolina. 175 yards. Well, what's it called? D'Angelo Williams only ran like 80 or whatever, but he caught caught. 100 and some. Right. But but let's go forward. You know, let's let's move forward. But you're right what you're saying. The defense has finally stepped up the run the last two games, which is a positive thing. Really good running teams, too. Yes. Parcells love running. And the tandem. The tandem running back. If you can stop a tandem running back. Guys, let's... I agree with everything you're saying. Let's get to one simple fact. The Eagles utterly demolished the Cowboys on on Christmas Day, and it was one hell of a spectacle to watch. Well, hold on. How come you're saying the defense isn't stepping it up, though? You said only a little bit. We all think. No, all I'm saying is, okay, the defense might have had a good game against Dallas. That's fine. But they're not not killing this team anymore. Uh, For people listening out there, I just got the hand by Derek, too. Derek just gave me the hand. Oh, I'm, yeah, that's exactly what I think. You guys are making my point for me. They're they're only giving up 100 yards or 70 yards or 80 yards rushing 70, instead of 175 yards. yards rushing. Dude, that's huge, though. Yeah, dude, what are you talking about? It is about? huge, but they're not killing this team like they used to be. That's all I'm saying. They're not killing them. How much do you want to run them back to run? 40 yards? What I'm saying is the defense isn't killing them. They're making plays now other than, rather than when they were just getting killed. Right, Joseph Adai. Do you guys remember Joseph Adai? Yeah. And that's when they were playing bad. And that's what we were saying. They were playing horrible then. The last two games, they were playing like the defense that they had for the last three years. And that's not just a little better. That's a lot better than what's been going on from week three to week 13. All I'm saying is that the defense isn't killing this team. Like they have been. Maybe that is a little better or a lot better. Do you think half the reason the Eagles are doing so well now is that they've come, when they lost Donovan, they've got nothing to lose now? No, no, so, because so. That, they lost Donovan a long time ago and they still didn't come to play. Well, you know, that's a good that's a good question, Dan. Let me tell you why. Maybe they feel that, okay, they, Donovan, they put a lot of all the pressure on Donovan's shoulders and they don't feel like any of these superstars, superstars have to step up. And now, since Donovan's not there, they're all stepping up and becoming a team. I can see that. I, I do see that. There is a point there, and I respect what you're saying there. Right, right. They are stepping up because it's almost kind of like some of the uh, responsibility is lifted from you. Like, look, if we lose the rest of these games, everybody can say, well, we lost Donovan. You know, we lost our starting quarterback. So we did what we could, but not. But when they all start playing that loose and they're having fun again, and it's just like, now they're winning. Right. You, well, see, I le- think- you see leaders that you wouldn't see. Well, here's the point leaders. of that. Here's the point about that. I think they honestly said, we're the ones killing this team. And here's my point from before. We're the ones killing this team because of what we see Jeff Garcia can do. Last year, Diamond McNabb went down. And who was their backup quarterback? McMahon. What was his name? Mike McMahon. Mike McMahon. Right on. Mike McMahon couldn't do jack junk. Defense saw it and then said, you know what? We're not going anywhere and let's go golfing. Right. There's no way we're winning no matter right. what we do. Now, I think they're saying, look at this guy. We're letting this guy down because he's thrown for three touchdowns. And I think the Indianapolis game was a perfect 
Example. Because he had a great, great, great He had a great game, and they still had an opportunity to win. He came to the second half of the indie game, and you're right. And he's had that fire under his butt since that Jacksonville game. And I really like the way I like I like his his poise. I like his leadership. I mean, he really is gonna make some things happen with this and he's also this is his last shot. This is my last shot in the winter. For the young guys could be their only shot. Cold action there. This you don't is know where that's from. This yeah. is uh that's the main league. reason. They signed him, too. They said, we want a guy like this. We don't want McMahon as his backup. We right. want to have someone who knows how to run the West Coast offense, who exactly. can do it. This is why he was brought in. Jeff Garcia's already proven himself. He's already done his thing. He's got nothing left but to make himself look better. And he knows how to run this offense, yes. and he can run this offense. I agree. I think he's doing a great job. Wait. I think he's he's a nice piece of the puzzle for being a backup quarterback. He can't beat it, and because that's all he is, is a backup quarterback. Here it is. Time for the Philly Sportscast boys to say I'm sorry to the Philadelphia Eagles team and Andy Reid. We played taps, and we couldn't be more wrong for doing so. Dave, begin your apology. Everybody, everyone believed they were done. Right. Looking we, at that. But we played it, and that's our, it's our I will, role. I, I will not In take the that grand back. scheme of things. They proved it. us wrong. When we played that, they were at the bottom of the par- the barrel there. That was the indie game. And that's I was telling Evan, at the beginning of the year, we said there'll be one NFC East team making the playoffs. There's no way there's going to be two, let exactly. alone three. Let alone three. Now there's going to be a possibility of three NFC East teams going in there. That's ridiculous. A lot of the teams are just... It's like the craziest, yeah, they're craziest the bed out there. Uh, NFL season I've ever seen. And it's possible one of these NFC East teams may come into the game with a losing record. May make the playoffs with a losing record. It's disgusting. It is disgusting, but... That would just be cul- horrible. It's my Mia Culpa. I'm saying, there you go. My bad. My you know bad. What? I'm in charge of this, bitch. I'm the one who has to put taps in front of the podcast and all that other jazz. And I am the one who is sorry. When we came in, when me, me and Imani came in that night i remember and i said we, i'm not doing we it. said we have to oh of course derek derek had to throw that in the, well in no the that's pit. what i was gonna say d-man he was the only one who said i don't think we should and we said dude we've said that those three road games they're gonna lose two of the three oh, if yeah, not three of the there's three. no way they win all three there's and no way but any sane man would say that any sane man who watched this team play would say there's no way they win those three nfc east teams on there's no way they beat those three nfc teams on the road it's unbelievable. Holy smokes. Look what's happening. They have a chance for the division. Possibly one win away from going to NFC Championship game. Unbelievable. I mean, and you know, it, it's such a great it's a great time to be a part of the uh, Eagles fan base because... Being an Eagles fan. They uh, are just really making you crazy But right I want to say this real quick, man. I really want to say how bad the Dallas Cowboys are. That whole oh, franchise makes me want to vomit. But vomit. When the Eagles... Beat Washington by two points, and Liddell Betts was running crazy. Right. There's no way. Okay. Exactly. That's great. They yeah. pulled that win out. Campbell almost pulled a rug from under him. So, right. you know what? If I have to eat my hat because I played taps, I'll so be it. Thank long. you so much for proving me wrong. Yeah, that's, I agree. That's what I want you to do. But that's not going to happen wrong. again, though. We're not going to play taps just so they can prove us wrong. We, oh, dude, we gotta, right. we're, we're recognizing our spots. Right. At that time, though, I mean, there's going to be times we thought the first year when uh, Biggio hit that home run with the Phillies not to go yep. back, yep. we played taps. We said they're done. They they almost proved us wrong. Yeah. So, so it's been done before. And that's we don't wait till the last day of the season to no, play taps. Don't. When we say they're done, we believe they're done. Right. And at that time, we because thought it. you know, because we're fans. And that's what we look at. Mathematically, is out the window. Yeah. 
I think they better recognize what's on the line and kick the crap out of this terrible Falcons team. Bottom line, put a period at the end of that sentence. Let's move on to the paraphrase post of the week. Give me a no way, dude. We got a lot of talk. Well, I'm saying that. I mean, what more do you want? What's my prediction? Of the week? Which my prediction is 24-10 birds. Nice. Well, give yeah. me yours, Dan. I, I go 27-13 birds, but I think the Falcons put points on the board first. The Eagles are going to come out real cocky, real loose. Falcons are going to get the ball, drive the entire length of the field, and score first. Come halftime, it might be something like 10-7 Atlanta. And then they'll regroup at halftime, come back. Birds are going to take it 27-13. I, think wow. this, I like that score. Dude, I think this game is going to be just hard to predict because if – the Giants lose on Saturday, then Atlanta has something to play for. If the Cowboys lose on Sunday, then the Eagles have nothing to play for at 4 o'clock. Andy Reid can say, okay, Westbrook, you're going to sit out. Buck Halter, Mahe, get in there. You're going to run. We're going to try something different. Feely, go in there. We don't need to win. We already have the NFC East wrapped up. And that's I'm not really sure what happens with the Seahawks. If the Seahawks win and then the Birds have the same record. You've got a good point it? there. You definitely have a So, good I mean, it's, it's a tough, tough game to understand what's going to happen. Well, I hope that Andy Reid doesn't take that position on the game. If the Eagles have nothing to play for being Dallas does lose, if he just sits all his players out and let's go stagnant this week, I don't like that call at all. Don't like that I don't that think he all. would do that. But he has done that in the past. There's right. Well, Westbrook. when they were 14-2. and two, Right. 14-1 and one or whatever. Right. Um, Evan, hook us up. Um, for a prediction, 21-20 birds. Whoa! It's wow. going to be a very close game. You better stop underestimating these Falcons. And let me tell you something. Coming off a big win like Dallas, they're all sitting on their laurels right now. I'm telling you right now. Dave, did you fire a prediction up? Not yet. Give me one. I'm going to say uh, a team with a bird will win. <laughs> he, he said this the last time. They Was that Brett too. Musburger? Um, I'm going to go with the Falcons because I think Dallas is going to lose. The Eagles are going to have it wrapped up. I think Andy Reid's going to just say, go out there and play, and it's going to be a crappy game. It's going to be like 17-10 Falcons. I just want to make this clear. You're, you're saying 17-10 Falcons. Yes, I am. 17-10 Falcons. Okay. But I do want to say one quick thing about this game, and I think it's of the utmost importance. People who are listening to this who have never been to Philly for New Year's Eve or have never or don't live in the city really have no idea what kind of crazed atmosphere that's going to be at 4 o'clock in the afternoon on New Year's Eve. Just go to October 2nd podcast and you'll have some sort of a clue. But I would times that by two. I would really say the October 8th podcast, I'm sorry, the October 8th game against Dallas, I would multiply that by at least two or three even. Because this is Mummers. People are going from the Mummers to this football game. No, that no, oh, the Mummers is the next day. day. Sorry. People are beginning their mummer celebration at this game. They're going to stay awake through the night. Woo, woo, woo. Bang pots and pants. Go right to the Eagles game at the link at 8 o'clock in the morning what? for this 4 o'clock game. Wait a minute. Wait, the, you the just messed on up. New Year's Eve. You just twisted that all around again. Let's start Mummers around. is Jesus. Start they're going to get there at 8 o'clock in the morning. They're going to be okay, partying let's, all morning. Look, let, let's 7 start o'clock, on. they're going to leave. Right. They're going to have to get ready for midnight. Bang pots and pans. And then at 3 o'clock in the morning, they're going to have to go get their face painted up for the Mummers. Look, right. D-Man, this is what I'm saying. Okay, here we go. You you were saying something about the Eagles game. Right. I'm saying you're going to have to multiply the party. Okay. You're saying something. October 8th, boom, start over. I think it's, I think it's going to be crazier. Than, here we go. I think it's going to be crazier than October 8th, day. What do you think? I agree, Ev. Um, this is a question <laughs> for Evan. People are camping out for Eagles. Evan, what day do you think New Year's is? <laughs> <laughs> December 25th. Hey, Evan's going to go with his pick of the week that New Year's will be held on Sunday. Right. Three of the four of us agree the Birds will win on Sunday. It's going to be a tough game, though. It's going to be tough. Evan's got 21-20. Dave. I still say it's going to be a tough game. 17-10, Falcons. 27-13, Birds. Now, they've, they've won four in a row. Yes. Do you see? I mean, this whole in a row thing kind of gets me crazy. 
almost want them to lose Atlanta so they can have a loss. Right, because they can lose this game. They just can't lose they any can't more lose after any, this. Yeah, and it kind of freaks me out. This is the best I time mean, to get hot, though. I know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, look at Pittsburgh last year. You're right. But that's not Eagles style. Who in the NFC can't they beat? Literally at any time. Oh, I'm scared of a lot of teams. Now, who can't they beat, though? Who You go, now they're screwed. They can't well, that's, beat them. I was telling Imani, I said... uh Chicago lost two of their best defensive players and Rex Grossman as their quarterback. I'm actually more worried about the first round of the playoffs. Say if St. Louis does get in, they got to oh. play against Steven Jackson. I wouldn't want to play St. Louis. I agree with that. And that's what I'm worried about. But I, but here's what happens. Eagles win. Giants win. Giants come here. Well, Giants win. Right. Giants I don't want right that there. either. But Giants coming here, don't you think that's pure entertainment? That's I, like watching the Super Bowl for us. No, it's not. It's yes, not. it is. The Super Bowl's... It's, it's Eagles it's Giants. Like, it's playoff? the 18th week. That's all it is to me. Eagles, I've seen Giants. them play twice already, and no, Giants are going to have a buck up their ass, and they might beat them. And you I'm, don't think it makes any difference between that line's going to be a pickle between a playoff game and whatever week it is during the regular season? Does it make any difference to you, Ev? It'll make a little difference, but it's going to be Tiki Barber's last playoff run. He's going to want to go, dude. It was his last game at Giants Stadium the other day, and he stinks on hot ice. That's why it the, scares me even then, more. Playing him, against oh, scares me. playing him again scares me. But it should scare you, too. Wait, wait, playing I, everybody should scare you. I'm talking about entertainment value. Giants are a different team without Michael Strahan, and he is done for the year. Think about that. And on top of it, Eli Manning doesn't have the backbone to be a leader. Of course, he's horrible. A he's a college quarterback. Dan, That's all he is. We have out cla- of quarterback. The, the Philly Sportscast peeps have classified this as the Eli factor. You, when you're making a line for a game, take into consideration the Eli factor. And that's what we have here. Eli will lose a game for you. But he won it in Philly September 2nd. And he that's didn't win what I'm shit. scared about. He didn't win shit. Plaxico he, Burris won the game. He threw the no, ball in the air. Let me air. tell you something. What, what was that fourth quarter? It was nothing to do with him? Ev, I don't think Eli won it. I think the Eagles lost it. Might have been the ninth. Nine, you know what I'm saying? And, and Dan makes a good point. The Eli Eagles didn't win that game. that game. The Eagles lost that game. I'm not. I'm not saying that Eli is any. I, I just. I'm not saying that. I'm just You're saying, saying something. All I'm saying is that they, he won a game here. He won a game here, and he knows how to win. He does know how to win. And that people. was an important game at the beginning of the year. I don't know if he knows how to win. Down. Shit. 0-2 oh, or whatever What does Eli Manning won? He won a, almost a playoff spot. Hey, talk to me next week. He won almost a playoff spot. Dave! <laughs> Congratulations, Eli! So did Jeff Garcia last week. <laughs> Jeff almost Garcia almost clinched the playoff play- No, he didn't. He clinched a playoff spot. Before the game, he clinched. He didn't He didn't have a playoff spot. What are you talking about? Well, next week, last week. Before Jeff the game. Garcia. Before the game, there was no playoff spot. He had to clinch a playoff. He, so last that- week... I'm Jeff Garcia about, clinched the playoff spot. Right, so for Eli, this week, clinches the playoff spot. It's a big but, time. But Eli hasn't done anything yet. Yeah, we'll have to see. He did take him to the playoffs last year. Yes, he did. But, that's, but he doesn't want anything. Not yet. What did Garcia win? But that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's I, why I was saying. I am maybe. not suggesting that either has won anything. Right. But Eli Manning hasn't won anything. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm not saying Eli's going to be Peyton Manning coming in here, but Peyton or Eli. My head's going to explode. You guys are defending Eli Manning? No. No. All he was saying was Eli won here in September, came in the fourth quarter. Danny saying, oh, the Eagles gave gave him that game. You can say they gave him. Any Eagle fan is going to say, oh, the Eagles gave it to him. Any Giants fan is going to say, oh, no. Big Blue wrote on there so many times. Oh, Eli looked in Plasco's eyes and threw that touchdown. Bullshit. The last couple weeks, he's just been horrible, which is great. 
Right. All more reason than I'm scared. That's all I'm saying. But another team I'm also worried about. New Orleans, maybe? Well, we won't play New Orleans until at least the second round, if anything. But the Seahawks. There's a chance they're going to play the Seahawks. At the Seahawks, too. And that would scare me. Either of way. Course, of course. Of either course. way, it's going to be scary because you're going to have Sean saying, Alexander. Uh, guys, I'm not I'm not asking you who you should be scared of. We'll address the situation when it becomes apparent. No, you How did I, say that. No, I did not say who you're scared of. I said, who we, can't they beat? Okay, they yes, can't beat the Seahawks. I'm afraid bullshit. of that. No, bullshit. They can't beat them. That team can't beat. The Eagles can't beat them. Okay, like, well, it's impossible. Or they can beat any team in the, the NFL. No, no, no. Hang on. I don't think they could beat San Diego. I don't think they I could think beat they Indianapolis. Can. That's why you play the game. No, Dave. Because you can beat any team. Anything can happen. I First totally of all, I think dis- they can beat San Diego. I totally disagree. I totally disagree. You're not scared of so Seattle as if you were as if you would be scared of somebody at the caliber of San Diego or Indianapolis. Well, that's an AFC team. No, no, I'm saying if that was an NFC team who had that caliber, who had LT, who had um, Philip Rivers. Sean Alexander last year before he got hurt. Sean Alexander hasn't done jack shit Because he's year. been hurt this year. He's well, back. That, but that's why he's not scaring you. Well, he should scare you. He's still a great running back. What I'm and saying we is they're not good at defensive who running back? area. Who can't they beat in the NFC? Who do you say, oh, sh- that's just impossible. Be, they're so, they're double-digit dogs. I don't they're, think that's never going to happen. That doesn't Double happen in the playoffs. happen in the playoffs. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying to you. Then you, they could potentially beat everybody. Right. Well, they're not going to be double-digit dogs to San Diego either. I, I disagree with that. I disagree with that they would be so, They would be in the Super Bowl. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I don't know you're what not you're listening saying. to me. If the San Diego Chargers were in the NFC and they were going to San Diego for the first round of the playoffs, are you listening now? They would be eight to nine to ten point dogs. The Eagles would be easily. One, they wouldn't play in the first round, right? Because, I mean, you're going on total hypothetical now. I'm just saying, all I said was St. Louis, that would be a tough game. You go, yeah, that would be a tough game. I think Seattle would be a tough game. They can beat anyone in the NFC. They can beat anyone in the AFC. That's why you play the games. But 10-point dog doesn't mean anything. 10-point dog doesn't mean anything. 10-point dog doesn't no, we, say, we, ah, no, We've seen some 10-point dogs that got beat this year. Saints in New Orleans, that makes me nervous. Second round, probable. Definitely that probable. That makes me nervous. I think that's what Derek was trying to get at. Like, what game makes you nervous? Like you said, St. Louis. I think the first round makes yeah. me nervous. Very, yeah? St. Louis, yeah. Seattle, the Giants. the come here, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's I'm what we were saying. Unless they manhandled Washington, I ain't scared right. of That's what we got to wait till I, see Saturday. Yeah, exactly. I don't think so. What I would be nervous of is if we lose to the Falcons on Sunday, Giants lose, and then we got to play the Falcons first round again. If the Falcons do make it in, they wouldn't be coming here because then I think, then again, it's all hypothetical. If Seattle wins, if... Dallas wins. They'll be a higher seed. The Eagles will be a five or yeah, a five six seed, I guess, in that area. And we'd still end up no. It would either be a home game or away game against one of them, and Atlanta would play either Dallas or Seattle. Whoever wins and Dallas lose, but if if Seattle wins, I mean, there's a lot of different. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that Atlanta is a big problem for us on Sunday is because of the the internal turmoil that is going on with that coach. Did they, they said Mora was done no matter what? No, yeah. their fans are calling for him, though, to oh, get okay. out. Yeah, they took like a full-page ad in the paper said, get rid of him. But I thought Mora – didn't Mora say something like if someone offered him a college coaching job oh, somewhere, Washington, he yeah. says, yeah. I'm taking it. Yeah, but he was and they like – said, they said, what if you make the playoffs? He says, I'm gone. Before, yeah, but he, was, the play, but he wasn't serious. He said he wasn't Have you, serious. Did you listen to the article? Did you listen I, to no, it? No, I didn't. If, I'm just if you listen to it, if you listen to it, you, it's like you he saying – being facetious Totally, totally. No, I heard it, and I thought he – it didn't sound fishies at all. That's why I thought it was he. he and, so, you so know, what and you as, say, as so, a head coach, as an owner of a team, would you want a head coach even joking about something like that? He has a dream job, 
That's a dream job that most college coaches want. Now he's talking about coaching a, uh, a college team. Like, as an owner, I would spit on him and go, you know what? At the end of the season, you're gone. Dude, he's gone. Jo- he was joking. The kid, People can't joke anymore? No, no but, you but can't. The way you joke about that is, is, is kind of out of context, and it's kind of not right to joke about it. It's like saying, why do you think your team didn't play so well? I probably shouldn't have took them to the strip club last night. That's funny. <laughs> But don't joke about that. And also, when you listen to it, it's almost an insult to anybody's intelligence saying that he was joking. Because it didn't sound like he was joking to me. And that's the bottom line for me. It didn't sound like he was joking. It's Evan Collins signing out. Bang! Signing back in. (laughs) Bam! I got so hopeful for a second there. D-Man hates me every week. Here's what Paraphrase has to say. Well, Michael Vick wants to be back in ATL by New Year's, so the Eagles should knock them out by halftime. Birds, 31-24. That's a nice prediction. Like It's that. got serious potential. That it doesn't totally sound does. like knock them out at halftime, though. No, no it, it doesn't. doesn't. No, it sounds like 21-10 he, he, he prefaced it by saying, but it's never that easy. Ed, what's the overrun, though, Nike? 43, maybe? 43, exactly. Dunn can do some things. And don't forget, it's only been two weeks we've been stopping runbacks. He could have an amazing day. Don't forget, Vic is over 1,000 yards, too. 1,000 yards rushing. This man, Now, he's going to be someone, like B-Doc, whoever's going to be mirroring him. But it's crazy. It's crazy. And uh, there's also one little stat here I saw in the paper today, which is kind of crazy. Let's hear it. And stats speak Bombs. wonders. They really do. The number of years since the Falcons beat the Eagles in Philadelphia. Give me, Give me a number. The number of years since the Falcons beat the Eagles in Philadelphia. I'd say they never beat them in Philly. 18. So, I mean, stats, that's a good stat. 18 years yeah, could be going to mean might be 19 this year. That's a pretty good stat. But it's also, how many times did they play in those 18 years? Four? Right, exactly. But, you know, it's a, it's a stat nonetheless. It's a great stat. No, it's a good stat. Positive. I thought it was positive night. <laughs> it is positive <laughs> Until Sorry, Derek yeah. started talking. We went, we went downhill a little bit. Real quick, I just want to move to what Paraphrase is saying on the chat box. Eagles' first-round opponent, New York Giants. And he says, if this happens, Big Blue will be seeing a therapist when I'm done with him. <laughs> See, yeah, now, Paraphrase. Eagles, yeah, you Paraphrase. have a lot of fans. And I'll tell you what, Paraphrase is going to be the one to ring yeah. blue. Haven't seen Big, Big blue, blue in a while. No, not no, there. no. I you haven't have not. heard anything. Just like Paraphrase drove five Super Bowl mm-hmm. rings right to the gutter, he's going to drive Big Blue right into his sorrow, sorrow den. Everybody, remember, we do have... Uh, chat box the chat box open while recording Thursday nights between 9 usually 10 but we're running a little late here we're just enjoying it so anytime you jump on always just check Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius Real Men of Genius Today we salute you Mr. Ultimate Philadelphia Sports Fan Mr. Ultimate Philadelphia Sports Fan Football Baseball competitive eating contests if the dog show came to town you'd tailgate it you're the shih tzu your dedication keeps your football team going going where nobody really knows we should be going somewhere you sir will boo anything long lines the hot dog vendor a jolly old fat man at halftime he totally had it coming so crack open an ice cold Bud Light old bastion of brotherly love. Nobody can take away your passion. But if they tried, you'd launch a snowball at them. Mr. Ultimate Philadelphia Sports Fan. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser Bush, St. Louis, Missouri. And we're back with Derek, Dave, and Evan. Jesus, Dan. Do a little less drunkard. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. E-Money, dude. <laughs> we're Dave and Derek and, um, and um, Dan and Evan. E-Money. E-Money. And we're back with the pear face 
post of the week. Oh, we can be heroes just for one day. And gentlemen, here it is. You knew when the Eagles would blow the Dallas Cowboys out of the water in Irving, Pearface was going to come after five Super Bowl rings, and he did just that. And the Pearface post of the week isn't necessarily directed at five Super Bowl rings. However, on phillysportscast.com backslash phillyforum, you will see a post called Eagles 23, Cowboys 7. And in that post, those two lunatics go after each other. On this particular post, he's calling the Philly Sportscast guys out, and for very good reason. Here it is. Hold on, pardon me. Who's calling out the PSC guys? Pearface. Oh, okay. But he's being genuine about it, which we can all appreciate, because there's other posts he's actually out of control. Honestly, I think Philly Sportscast should take up a collection and send Andy Reid an apology telegram. He's done his finest coaching job ever the past month. After the humiliation in Indy, this team had every right to pack it in, but the team rallied on both sides of the ball, and Reid rightfully gets most of the credit. I was starting to think that Reid was losing this team after that travesty in Indy. So this post serves as my mea culpa. And Jim Johnson deserves some credit as well. And I cannot agree with him more. What I, about Marty? I mean, the team did turn around when Marty took over the offense. Call the plays. Well, okay, that's fine. But, I mean, the head coach did say Marty just, call the plays. Right. Andy Reid has to make those decisions. He doesn't, of course. He doesn't suck it up. He doesn't take his pride and go, you know, screw it. I'm not giving – no, I'm the best. No, I'm the best. Oh, yeah, He's yeah. saying, morning, morning, week, you call the plays now. You're right. You're better than I am. You might be better than I am with Jeff Garcia. Right. Because you did it with him before. Jim Johnson, please feel free to do more of an att- – whatever you want to do. Um, you know, but Andy Reid definitely coached better. Oh, no, I, agree. Just, I agree. I agree 100%. I agree. 100%. I'm just saying he said – and Jim Johnson. And Marty, I think he should have put in right. there. That's, it's a whole well, this is team of coaching there. Big Red has done a, a wonder job. Great job. Andy Reid was smart enough to put those type of guys around him. Core. Right. Sure. Right. And there. And let, but he for. also not only put them around them, but he's letting them do their job. I want to continue with the post of the week. Oh, there's more? Yes. You're kidding me. Even if the Eagles don't win or get to the Super Bowl, the fans have something to be very proud about this year. This was part of the schedule where the Eagles were destined to fail. The schedule makers were playing a cruel prank on the Eagles by making them play three straight games on the road against divisional opponents, no less. And they stomped on the Cowboys in every possible way today. Romer was nothing special. Tia was a non factor. Loved watching him whine about not getting the ball after the game and the Cowboys are more hyped than anything else I'll be curious to read five Super Bowl's comments on the game and they do go at this is an early post so they go after each other a little bit I love to read those and since the Giants have fallen apart big blow is nowhere to be found someone should file a missing persons report I checked my milk carton this morning but no luck he's calling him big blow Yes, big blow. Doesn't he mean uh, Charmin? And Charmin, yes. But there you go. Paraface again hits it on the head. It was in tr- It was a week to be super proud to be an Eagles fan. And we haven't had many, that many weeks this year. But we had one, and Christmas Day was the day. We've had four. But it was special. It was against Dallas. It was special. It was. It was special. on Christmas Day. They manhandled them. Did. Five Super Bowl rings was saying, uh, when I was talking to him, he said that, oh, well, not all the Dallas fans are against T.O. right now. They still love him. Everything's still fine down here. It's just the media. The media is blown out of proportion, just like his suicide. Well, you know what's funny? Last year, when T.O. left the Eagles, when he got sent home, five Super Bowl rings knew everything. What right. was happening? Because oh, yeah, of the media. He? So he? it's totally different. You know what? Enjoy him down there. When he's gone next year, he had a fiber this year. I mean, even though he's leading the league and dropped, he's going to be gone next year. Right on. So he's enjoy gotta him. Go. He's got to go. And a real quick shout out. The Paraphrase Post of the Week is brought to you by Sportscade.com. Get your sports news from Sportscade.com.
Okay, that's it. Time for a break, and we're moving to the money. Money, 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 money. E-money. Perfect. What's up? What's up, guys? What's up? I'll tell you what, guys. Last week of the season, you don't want to bet. Whoa! You don't bet bet this week, Dave. We've been saying that for two years. Oh, yeah. You reigned it in. You reigned it in. You don't know what's up. You don't bet. You don't bet these games. You don't know what's up. You don't bet them. You just don't do it. But do you have something out there for the starving souls? Well, you know what? If, If these people are out there, have no clothes to live in. And they need to bet these games. I have three picks. Take them what you want, but it's going to be tough. But remember, before you bet, look to see if they have any implications with playoffs. Weather. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, if the Giants win and you're looking at another game, right. now they don't oh, need well, to win. That's what I'm saying about the Eagles and all that. So just pay attention, everyone. Big mark up there. Check it out. That's it. But these are going to be good picks. All right, E-Money, what do you got for us? My number one pick is Giants-Washington. Giants minus two and a half at Washington. I love the Giants. Cash register machine. Ching, 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 ching. Thank you. I mean, the Giants are, are first of all, we watched them all year in the NFC. P-O-S. P-O-S's. <laughs> yes, they are P-O-S's, but what is Washington? Double P-O-S's. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so... Um, the Giants, uh, the Washington's trying to pull, take um, the Giants out of the whole playoff situation. When the Giants are fighting for a playoff spot, they have Tiki Barber. They they have a lot of weapons. They really do have a lot of weapons. People, we haven't great they, weapons. Let's not let's not forget about that. They're not like like this horrible team that they just have bad team management and coaching. Oh, but, and the Eli factor. The Eli factor. Eli factor is not going to be a factor with these Washington Redskins. Why wouldn't you take Giants today? With Plastico. No, they have to. You got to take the Giants. Two and a half points? Yeah. The Giants have to save face. At the very least, save face. Exactly. When, but, when the... An NFC East matchup by more than three. Come on now. Are they home? No. Down in no, Washington. Campbell is a rookie quarterback who's going to make mistakes. You got to look at these rookie you quarterbacks. You know what this makes me think of, though, this game? It makes me think of the Arizona-Minneapolis um, game a couple years ago when Arizona – all Minneapolis, remember the um, the Vikings came out to this huge – I'm sorry, Minnesota came out to this huge – they started like 7-1 and one and then just lost like the last five. And they needed this one win in Arizona to – Make the playoffs, yep. and then they got upset. I think this game's like one of those things. The, Washington wants to drive them out of this playoffs. Oh, they do, they do, and that is NFC East religion. No, I, do. If I understand what you're saying. Talent factor. It's regardless. Apples and oranges. It's apples and oranges. Absolutely. I love the Giants pick. I think that's a yeah. great. Pick. I mean, that's my number one. That's, and you're only giving up two points. Yeah. Three, two and a half. A two and a half, okay. Not three, not two, two and a half. It will change by Saturday. I'm sure it will. It'll, it'll probably. I don't know what's gonna. You got to watch that too. You got to watch right. what's gonna change because you never know. Because these odds makers know what's going on. Now I have two over unders for the last two. Awesome, love it, thank love you, it, thank love you. Thank you. I haven't had over unders in a while, and uh, these are my two over unders. Now the first over under that I have is the Dallas Detroit game. Ooh. At Dallas, the over um, the line's twelve and a half to Detroit. Over wow. over. Well, that's that's a. I'm gonna get into that. Right. Forty four. I like the over. I like the over a lot. What does Dallas have to do? They have to win. They have to win. They have to win. And they have to show that they are an offensive specimen. 
No, and also, not only that, Ev, if Detroit scores any points, Dallas has to go over that points to get there. To get to where they need to do. Right. And Detroit can score points. Kitna can throw to his stud receivers. It hasn't been shown lately. But it has potential. But, but it has potential. Yeah, Dallas has to score 34 points. Yes, they do. They really do. Wow. 30, how about 60 points? Yeah, how about no. they got to score 41, and then Detroit can get a field goal. The over-under is 44 for a reason, though, guys. Let's not, let's, not, let's not make light of it. I like it. All right, so Evan, what's your third pick? My third pick is another over-under, and it's Tennessee, minus 3, 43, New England at Tennessee. I like the under at the Tennessee-New England game. New England doesn't care what they do at this point. They've clinched. It's done. Can Tennessee win a playoff spot if they win yes, this game? Yes, they can. Right. They have to win, though. But it's a battle. And it's going to be a battle. Right. New England can't get a uh, – they can't have home field at all. No, they no. can't. So, they are – it's a it's – a, it's, it's, they're just sitting there, chilling out. Sitting there, chilling so out. So, Brady's not playing. No, Brady's going to be playing. Of course, Brady's going to be playing. And that's when Tennessee wins. They win at the end, and it's a close game. That's and right. And they got to come back. Maybe they're not going to be able to get out. I like that Tennessee minus three. I think Tennessee wins outright. So they're going to go six six in a row? Uh, dude, I'm falling for that uh, that young magic there. I like I like, uh, it's fine because I'm trying to I hope I hope the Eagles go five in a row. It's what's, very hard to do. It's very what's the hard line to in do. Indianapolis game. Oh, no, not before oh. we get to any. But that's Evan. I also like it because New England has nothing to play for. They're just sitting there, so I can just see. I, yeah, totally. If somebody gets dinged for one, like oh, God forbid, right? He's going to Belichick's going to pull him right out. Of the I game. see the Titans keeping it close, if not winning it outright. I'll take those three points. I agree with that. It's at Tennessee as well, so that's always nice. It's always nice. So, that, but I like the under in that. I think I like. I don't think anybody's going to be scoring that many points in that game because, first of all, New England doesn't care, and Tennessee is very hard for them to score points. And especially New England defense is going to be able to hold them to do whatever they want to do. You know what I mean? And who does uh, Indy play this week? They play Miami. Indy given Miami nine at Indy. Who do you like? I like Indy. Why? Because they've got to turn it around. Before Why? They they already, the... They're already in it, man. Yeah, but they, they've got to turn around and start peaking. At this time of the season, they've got to get into the playoffs, scoring touchdowns, winning games. They lose this game? They're not going to lose this game. <laughs> And if they do lose the game. No one thought they were going to lose against the Texans. No one thought they were going to lose against the Tennessee Titans. And guess what? They lost. Yeah, but that was that was seven got, eight. They've got to turn it around. All right, they got to start. Yeah, but you're talking about you're talking about winning the game. It's not talking about covering. This is nine points. Yeah, they don't need to win by nine points. No, they need to win. They need to dominate this game and put these guys in the dirt. They need to get into the playoffs. Not not to get into the playoffs, but to start the playoff series, the postseason on a high note. They need to put these guys down, show that they can still put a lot of points on the board and win games. Dan, you'd be the first for our party shot. Go ahead. Go Birds. Dave? Short and sweet there. Very nice. Congrats to the Birds making it to the playoffs. That is the best thing that has happened in the last five weeks. It's just an amazing feat you guys did. Awesome. Watching the Eagle, or my fault, watching the Flyers and the Sixers just poo the bed. Sure glad you guys turned it around. Played like the team that you should have been playing like when you played Tampa Bay and Tennessee. Yeah. Good luck in the playoffs. Your money. I, I, I want to you know finish that off with going go birds because this is such a huge game and it's it's a huge game for a lot of reasons. It's a huge game to win the NFC East Championship. That's That's huge. Win the division. Another to, to knock Atlanta out of the playoffs altogether to get a uh, a playoff 
game at home. These are all huge, huge, huge reasons. And these birds have... This is a playoff game, people. This is the first playoff game. And that's why I got to go go birds. I'm... I got I got jugger popping out of my I got beans popping out I'm ready to go. He's in the red. He's in the red. And I love that he's in the red. And here's my parting shot. I want to give a double ripple. Thank you to my boys in this basement right here. It's the end of the year. This is Philly Sportscast number 71, fellas. 71. Let's recognize that fact. Cheers to you guys, and Wait, let's have another one. Well, you know what, Dave? Cheers to everyone. The, yeah, thank you. you know, just to, just to add to that point is that we're the voice of the people. We are the uh, voice you know, of the people. As cliche as that sounds, but this is it, what, No, it's not. The city needed a little shot in the arm. Yeah. In All two right. words, go birds.